0: When I have seen by time's fell hand deface The rich, proud costs of outward buried age, When sometime lofty towers I see down-raised And brass eternal slave to mortal rage, When I have seen the hungry ocean gain Advantage on the kingdom of the shore, And the firm soil win of the watery main Increasing store with loss and loss with store, When I have seen such interchange of state, Or state itself confounded to decay, Ruin has taught me thus to ruminate, that time will come and take my love away. This thought is as a death which cannot choose, but weep to have that which it fears to lose.
1: Welcome to Outside of a Dog's Sonnet Fortnight, where we discuss why Shakespeare's sonnets are actually really good.
0: Hi, and welcome to our next sonnet mini-episode, Today we are discussing 64 and things get depressing.
1: As we said, this is the depressing, dark, everything is going to shit section of the sonnets. I think it is quite telling that between us, we chose three sonnets from that section. Now, don't worry, you will not be exposed to all of them. We're saving some of the darkness up for if we maybe do this again some other time, you know. So there will be a lot of bleak stuff to go around then as well. You chose sonnet 64 especially. I think probably one of the bleakest ones in this section. Why? What, what intrigued you about it?
0: Well, one thing is something we've mentioned before, the heroic couplet. Usually with these sonnets, the heroic couplet is often a kind of reversal, a kind of summary and yet adding something new, a kind of clever twist, a point to be made. And here it's really just driving the point home. Shakespeare summarizes that everything must go, that everything must die. Great empires, the earth itself, and yes, his love and his lover will die as well. But we might expect a kind of reversal there, that maybe his writing or his love itself will endure, will overcome mortality, but no. What he says in the hero couplet is, yeah, well, that thought alone is enough to feel like death to make me despair, and there's nothing to add to that. And that is really, really powerful. And again, a change from what is usually expected from the heroic couplet. Here, there is no respite. Death will end everything. And no heroic couplet can change that. And this thought portrayed in such a way is... That speaks to me in a, in a darkly powerful way.
1: This thought of, oh, everything is vanity, everything will end, was really common at the time. It's basically in a lot of the plays as well. But this is one of its bleakest expressions, as you said. But in its bleakness, it has a certain charm, you could say. For example, in The Tempest, Prospero says... The cloud-capped towers, the gorgeous palaces, the solemn temples, the great globe itself, ye all which it inherit shall dissolve, and like this insubstantial pageant faded, leave not a rack behind. But then he sweetens it again by saying, We are such stuff as dreams are made on, and our little life is rounded with a sleep. Oh, you know, it's just sleep, but... Aye, there's the rub. It isn't. It is the end, and everything decays. Even greatness decays. And Shakespeare is very well aware of that. And this is him at his lowest, really.
0: What is interesting, that even in this despair, he still manages to be subtle and complex. He basically says, yeah, well, everything will die, and even concepts themselves will die. When I have seen such interchange of state... Or state itself confounded to decay. So just talking about. Being about existing doesn't exist anymore. That is nihilism to its very end. And wow, Chapeau, talking about such an incredible thought with still such a precise wording. Only Shakespeare can probably do something like that.
1: And also, he still manages to play with language and to do amazing things with it. As you said, uh, such interchange of state, meaning status or situation, or state itself confounded to decay. So their state means greatness, great things. So even in the midst of darkness, even in utter despair, you basically managed to do a pun. I like that a lot.
0: And even in the bleakest depths, there might be some way out of there. In this case, this way out of there brings us to the very next poem. So join us for a little glimmer of hope when we discuss Sonnet 65.
1: Thank you very much for listening. For more information, visit outsideofadoccast.com.